Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Saturday, May the 18th. Today's meditation is found from Deuteronomy chapter 27, verses 1 through 8. Then Moses and the elders of Israel charged all the people as follows. Keep the entire commandment that I am commanding you today. On that day you cross over the Jordan into the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall set up large stones and cover them with plaster. You shall write on them all the words of this law which you, when you have crossed over to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. So when you have crossed over the Jordan, you shall set up these stones about which I am commanding you today on Mount Ebal, and you shall build... Uh, and you shall cover them with plaster, and you shall build an altar there to the Lord your God, an altar of stones on which you have not used an iron tool. You must build the altar of the Lord your God of unhewn stones, then offer up burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God, make sacrifices of well-being, and eat them there, rejoicing before the Lord your God, you shall write on the stones all the words of this law very clearly. So yeah, there's a little bit going on here as far as uh, the instructions to build this altar. The first thing that we see is the location of the altar is Mount Ebal. And to look at what that word means, um, the word itself actually means... Baal is ruin. And we know that the gods that the people all around Israel worshipped were called the Baals. And that often Israel kind of wavered between the true worship of Yahweh and getting caught up in the worship of the Baals. And so this, uh, the very place of the altar is kind of a reminder uh, to Israel that the other ways of living, the, the ways of the people around them, the, the gods of the people around them, uh, would not bring life. They would bring actually ruin. And then in the middle of this mountain called Baal is Ruin, they were to set up large stones that had not been cut, and they were supposed to put plaster over them and then create an altar. And in the altar, they were to write the commands they had been given. And this is uh, really fascinating because a lot of times we think about the commands of God as prohibitions. So just don't do this and don't do that and make sure you do this and stay away from that. And, and we think, well, if we just you know follow these rules, God's trying to kind of restrict us from freedom, if you will. And that's kind of a feeling in our world today. It's the, the feeling is anything goes and uh, just do what makes you happy. As long as you don't feel like you're hurting anyone, then then everything's good. Um, 
But what these uh, commands were supposed to do for Israel is they were supposed to bring them life. And so Israel and the rabbis saw the commands as literally the way, the truth, and the life. And we hear that uh, phrase used by Jesus about himself. But originally that was the, the, the point of the commands, to show them the way, to give them the truth, and to bring life to the people and life to the community so that it would be a, a blessed people. And you even see that in the land that God is giving them. It's a land flowing with milk and honey, it says in the passage we read. And so there is blessing in the land, blessing that they don't necessarily deserve. They didn't earn it. They didn't build the cities they're going to inherit. They didn't plant the vineyards, but blessing nonetheless that God is giving them. And so the idea here is that if you will, if you will follow God's way, if you will live by God's commands, that those things will bring life to you. Um, other ways, the ways of the Baals, um, are ruin for you. And so even in the midst of the new covenant of grace in Jesus Christ, what Christ did was Christ came to set us free from the law in the sense that we realized, uh, humanity realized by trying to keep the law that we just couldn't do it. We kept sinning. We kept falling short of the law of God, and we were in need of a Savior. And so Christ uh, comes to earth, lives, teaches, dies, rises again, ascends to the Father, and Christ has become our Savior so that he sets us free from the law, but not so that we can just forget the law and live however we please, but so that we can live freely uh, in the ways of the kingdom of God out of love for God because Christ has poured love into our hearts. And so what Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law and the prophets, but it's actually the opposite. It's, it's like someone who, a child who finally realizes, maybe they grow up a little bit and they realize, man, my parents, all the rules and restrictions my parents had on me weren't to keep me from having fun in life. They were to give me life, to give me a better life. And then maybe the, the child comes home later and, and sees, you know, things that need to be done around the house. And instead of having to do the dishes, the child willingly chooses to do the dishes out of love for the parent because they realize the sacrifices maybe that the parents have made for years and years and years. It's the same way. When we realize the love that God has for us, then we choose to live in life-giving ways because we realize that all along, God really had our best interest in mind. And so on that mountain, there was a stark reminder. These are the ways to life, these commands. The ways of the Baals are ruined. Now, unfortunately, Israel didn't really listen to that reminder. And uh, we find out that they end up bringing ruin on themselves in the ways they live because they choose instead to live the ways of the Baals often and to be like the people around them. And so today the encouragement is God wants the very, very best for us. God wants to give us life. Many of the ways that we choose to live in are ruined, and we may not even realize it. But if we will submit to God, if we will surrender to Christ, if we will choose to live in the ways of Christ, if we'll ask Christ to pour his love into our hearts so that we can follow the commands, um, we will find that that way brings life and not ruin. And God 
ultimately wants life for all of us, all of his children, whether we've acknowledged that yet or not. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.